One of the women, the day that she and her family had to flee ISIS, she went into labor. She ran, she and others ran, and she gave birth to her baby on the road as her family was fleeing ISIS. Kristen Wright is telling the story of a Christian refugee's narrow escape from Iraq to Jordan. She wasn't able to adequately feed her baby. It was an incredibly stressful time. And when she finally made it to Amman, the child had miraculously survived, um, but she couldn't speak. She didn't have any words, and she just kind of shut down. I try to find the words to pray. I don't always know what to say. And I wonder where you are. Kristen Wright works for Open Doors USA a ministry that helps persecuted Christians. And she is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Kristen will share the rest of that speechless mother's escape in just a few minutes. She'll also share some of her own story. And then Billy Graham will talk about the persecution of Christians around the globe. In many parts of the world, people are dying because they dare to make known their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You'll hear more from Billy Graham later in the episode, and you can always check out findpeacewithgod.net to learn more about what it means to have faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Again, that website is findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. I serve as Director of Advocacy for Open Doors USA. I uh, actually have worked with uh, in refugee resettlement over the last few years. I've worked for different uh, Christian organizations addressing the plight of persecuted Christians and most recently landed at Open Doors USA. Open Doors USA exists to support persecuted Christians in more than 60 countries. As director of advocacy, Kristen Wright goes pretty much wherever help is needed. I get to travel to different countries where Christians face persecution. I get to meet these incredible people, these courageous individuals, hear their stories firsthand, and then take those stories back to the United States and to uh, the highest levels of government. Let them know how Christians are facing persecution and really practical ways that they can work to address that situation. So it's really a great honor and a privilege um, to, to visit countries like Iraq and uh, Nigeria, Ethiopia, Colombia, all over the world where Christians are persecuted. And again, to hear those stories firsthand. Being an advocate for persecuted Christians is something Kristen felt called to do even as a child. I've always had a heart for the persecuted church since the time that I was a kid. I grew up in a home receiving uh, the Open Doors newsletters, Voice of the Martyrs newsletters, and also reading a lot about the persecution of Christians. And so it's something I was aware of, I guess, from the time that I was maybe 10 or 11 years old. Um, And as that awareness grew, I definitely kind of had this interest of working in this area. And when I was, I think, uh, 19 or 20, I took my first trip uh, to Pakistan with a a faith-based organization working there. And I met firsthand with persecuted Christians. I met with uh, Christians who were enslaved in a brick kiln. I met with believers who had um, been on trial because of uh, committing blasphemy. Um, So I I was really uh, just so moved by their plight. And I realized this is something I wanted to dedicate my life to. So in 2015, I was in Nigeria and I visited with a number of the fathers of the kidnapped Chibok girls. Now, if you remember, there was a lot of attention given to the Chibok girls story back in 2014. 276 girls were kidnapped from their school by a militant Islamic group called Boko Haram. 
And when Kristen arrived in Nigeria about a year later... Well, the story kind of disappeared and the girls remained uh, in captivity. And so I went to Nigeria and I visited with many of these fathers and I heard firsthand their heartache for their daughters. And many of these men told me, I wake up every single day wondering where she is and if she's uh, in in the hands of Boko Haram, whether she's dead or alive. So meeting with these fathers and hearing their father's heart for their daughters and how heartbreaking this situation is, is something that I'll never forget. It was a day of really of just weeping and sitting with them and praying with them and encouraging them. Walking through the halls of a desperate place, I see it on the faces, all the mothers, all the fathers, searching for some faith. Here I am, one of them, my world inside a broken frame, still waiting for an answer. In May 2017, Boko Haram released 82 of the Chabak girls in exchange for the Nigerian government releasing some Boko Haram prisoners. Kristen Wright was thrilled to hear about the girls' release. Two of the fathers that I met with have actually been reunited with their daughters. And so hearing that these dads, um, these precious fathers I met with in 2015 and prayed with and who they had told me their stories and told me all about their daughters, um, that they that their daughters have been found and freed is just incredible to me. And I think it's one of those moments where um, we sometimes don't get a lot of good news in this, in this working in this field. But when you get good news, it's really good news. And this is definitely one of those times. But along with that good news came a serious concern for the other Chibok girls still in captivity. They haven't released all of them. Uh, Probably right around 100 girls remain in captivity. And I think it's more important than ever right now to be praying for them as well. Continue to pray for the fathers, the mothers, and these daughters um, who, after three years of captivity by Boko Haram, are now free. We need to pray for them. We also need to pray for the girls who are still in captivity. If you couldn't tell, prayer is a very important part of Kristen's work. Prayer really does make a difference. You know, when I sat with these fathers, the Chabak fathers, and prayed with them, it was like a burden was lifted from them. You know, I could see that they were lighter, knowing that other people were carrying that burden with them and for them. And that's what we really can do as as the church, is carry the burdens of our brothers and sisters who are suffering by praying for them, by sort of lifting that load a little bit and letting them know that they're remembered and they're supported. I am with you. In addition to prayer, Open Doors USA helps persecuted Christians by giving out Bibles, training pastors, and providing legal and financial assistance. The ministry also helps run shelters for refugees. Kristen remembers a recent trip to one of those shelters. I was in Jordan, um, in Amman, and I was visiting with a number of displaced uh, Iraqi uh, refugee women. So these are Christian women who had been driven from their homes in, in places like Mosul and Karakosh. These are cities that were overtaken by ISIS. And 
um, I was meeting uh, with us, one of our shelters uh, for women, and this in the shelter they provide um, English language training, they provide different services, um, clothing distribution, food distribution, all of this, because a lot of these women have actually no resources. I mean, these people fled with literally nothing but the clothes that they were wearing. Um, so there's a lot of need. Um, a lot of Iraqis have landed in Amman. In places like Amman, Kristen realized that one of the worst things about being a refugee is loss of dignity. When you go through a situation of being displaced, then think about all of the things that you're losing. You lose your home, you lose your community, you might lose your job, you might lose your friends. There's a lot of loss. But our partners on the ground told me that sometimes this is nothing compared to the loss of dignity. You've suddenly lost the ability to work for yourself, to provide for your family, and then suddenly you're standing in line waiting for a bag of clothing or for a bag of food. And this is actually very robbing of someone's dignity. So to help fight against this loss of dignity, the workers at the shelter in Amman designed a store where the refugee women can shop, so to speak, for new clothing. They don't have to buy the clothes because they can't afford to, but they can actually do the act of shopping, which is sort of restorative to a woman's dignity. They also brought in one of the leading hairstylers, hairstylists in Amman to do these women's hair and makeup. And so this was an opportunity, again, to restore a little bit of dignity and help these women to feel more human again um, and more a part of the society around them. As you can imagine, refugees are devastated and traumatized by what they've been through. One of the women staying at this shelter, um, her story is that she uh, she's very young, and she um, the day that they she and her family had to flee ISIS, she went into labor, and she begged the doctor in her town, please, please help me, I'm going to have my baby, and he said, there's no time. And so she ran, she and others ran, and she gave birth to her baby on the road as her family was fleeing ISIS. And she wasn't able to adequately feed her baby. It was an incredibly stressful time. And when she finally made it to Amman, the child had miraculously survived, um, but she couldn't speak. She didn't have any words and she just kind of shut down. So uh, these, our partners on the ground sat with this woman. They just, they just sat with her. They just were, were still and quiet and didn't expect anything. They helped her, provided some trauma counseling, provided basic needs. And over time, she's finally, over several months, she started speaking again. And she started crying and working through this uh, terrible circumstance. It certainly is an ongoing battle to help persecuted Christians in places like Nigeria and Iraq. And it's not an easy task. But for Kristen Wright, it is absolutely worth the effort. Change can happen over time. Um, and where it's really important to invest in these long-range um, ways of helping people, like trauma counseling and like restoring dignity, and looking at those long-range objectives to really help improve the situation of Christians who have faced incredibly horrible things. It's just so important for Christians around the world to be remembering those who face persecution, to be praying for them, to be advocating for them and speaking up for them. You know, this isn't something that's going to be fixed overnight. It's something that requires all of us in it for the long haul. Kristen Wright is in it for the long haul. She has fully surrendered her life to Jesus Christ, and God is using her to advocate for persecuted Christians around the world. 
What about you? Are you ready to surrender your life and your heart to Jesus? There is no telling what he has planned for you if you commit yourself to him. Learn more about doing that at this website. It's findpeacewithgod.net. Again, that's findpeacewithgod.net. And if Kristen's story has inspired you to step up and help persecuted Christians, she's going to tell you how to get started in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. In many parts of the world, people are dying because they dare to make known their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Billy Graham. All through the Bible, we're taught that the Christian will suffer persecution from a godless, unbelieving, secularistic world. Jesus said, because the world hated me, it will hate you also. However, Jesus also said, blessed or happy are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake. In other words, you will be blessed and happy and have special compensations and rewards if you suffer persecution and if you suffer death. The Bible teaches that we will have the crown of life, those of us that are privileged to pay with our lives for our faith in Jesus Christ. I'm asking you today, whoever you are, to say yes to Jesus Christ, to say I too will follow him to the death of sin and self in my own life. I'm willing to follow him even to physical death. I do want to commit myself to him. I want to share in his glory that is yet to come. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Jim Kirkland and Phil Fleischman. Our guest on this episode has been Kristen Wright. She's Director of Advocacy for Open Doors USA. And there's a lot more to learn about the persecuted church at their ministry's website. It is opendoorsusa.org. You can find information on where Christians are being persecuted, um, countries around the world. We have the World Watch List, which is 50 different countries where it's the worst in the world to be a Christian. We also have advocacy resources, prayer resources, giving, pretty much all of that. That's on opendoorsusa.org. That is good information that we can act upon, and we are grateful to have it. We're also grateful to have Kristen as our guest on this episode of GPS. And thanks to you, too, for listening. If you like what you've heard, then please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. From all of us here at Billy Graham Radio, we wish you a happy new year. And a final thank you to the Afters for sharing their music with us. This is GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Good news.